Hello, and welcome to A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People. I'm your host, Reverend Robin. This podcast is a companion to my first one, which is A Course in Miracles for Regular People, where we read and discuss the text of A Course in Miracles. In this podcast, we read and discuss the daily workbook lessons that go with the course. I love these lessons and what they do for me, and I love to discuss them with others who are on their journey to atonement. There are several ways that you can reach out to me if you'd like to chat. I'm on Twitter at ACIMFOR. I'm on Facebook at A Course in Miracles for Regular People. You can email me at ACIMDWL. FRP, that's A Course in Miracles Daily Workbook Lessons for Regular People, ACIMDWLFRP at gmail.com. Or you can simply go to anchor.fm and leave me a voice message. And while you're there, you can make a donation if you'd like to support this podcast. I'd really appreciate that. Then I wouldn't have to put ads in them. So thank you in advance if you decide to support the podcast. Good morning. Today is Key Lesson 131. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. Failure is all around you while you seek for goals that cannot be achieved. You look for permanence in the impermanent, for love where there is none, for safety in the midst of danger, immortality within the darkness of the dreams of death. Who could succeed where contradiction is getting, is the setting of his searching and the place to which he comes to find stability? It's like you feel frightened, so you run into Skid Row in the middle of the night looking for safety. It's not there. Or you're looking for something solid to stand on, so you jump over the side of a boat in the middle of the sea. There is nothing solid to stand on there. These contradictions do not allow what we're searching for to be, a f- to be found. <clears throat> Goals that are meaningless cannot be attained. There is no way to reach them. For the means by which you strive for those goals are as meaningless as the goals themselves. Who can use such senseless means and hope that through them to gain in anything? Where can those goals and those means lead? What could they achieve that offers any hope of being real? Pursuit of the imagined leads to death because it is the search for nothingness. While you seek for life, you ask for death. You look for safety and security, while in your heart you pray for danger and protection for the little dream that you made. Yet searching is inevitable here. For this you came, and you will surely do the thing you came for. But the world cannot dictate the goal for which you search unless you give it power to do so. Otherwise, you still are free to choose a goal that lies beyond the world and every worldly thought. 
a thought that comes to you from an idea that had been relinquished, yet remembered, old, yet new, an echo of, an, of a heritage forgot, yet holding everything that you really want. Be glad that you must search. Be glad as well to learn that you search for heaven, to learn that you search for heaven and must find the goal that you really want. No one can fail to want this goal and to reach it in the end. God's son cannot seek vainly, though he try to force delay, deceive himself, and think that it is hell that he seeks. When he is wrong, he finds correction. When he wanders off, he is led back to his appointed task. That reminds me of, at the beginning, <clears throat> in the introduction, it says that this is a course in miracles. It is not a matter of, let's see, it is a required course, only the time you take it is voluntary. So it doesn't matter whether we're trying to learn the lessons here. It is inevitable. Continuing. No one remains in hell, for no one can abandon his creator, nor affect his perfect, timeless, and unchanging love. You will find heaven. Everything you seek but this will fall away not because it will be taken from you. It will go because you do not want it. You will reach the goal that you really want as certainly as God created you sinless. And that's what we are, sinless, perfect, holy, and good. Pure love in the image of our Creator. Why wait for heaven? It's here today. Time is the great illusion. It is past or in the future. Yet this cannot be, for if it is God's will, yet this cannot be if it is where God wills his son to be. How could the will of God be in the past or yet to happen? What he wills is now, without a past and completely futureless. It is as far removed from time as, a, as is a tiny candle from a distant star, or, from, or what you choose, as far as what you choose is from what you really want. Heaven remains your one alternative to this strange world that you made and all its ways, its shifting patterns and uncertain goals, its painful pleasures and its tragic joys. God made no contradictions. What denies its own existence and attacks itself is not of him. He did not make two minds, with heaven as the glad effect of one and earth, the, sor the other's sorry outcome, which is heaven's opposite in every way. God does not suffer conflict, nor is his creation split in two. How could it be that his son could be in hell when God himself established him in heaven? Could he lose the eternal will? 
Could he lose what the eternal will has given him to be his home forever? Let us not try longer to impose an alien will upon God's single purpose. He is here because he wills to be, and what he wills is present now, beyond the reach of time. Today, we will not choose a paradox in place of truth. How could the Son of God make time to take away the will of God? He thus denies himself and contradicts what has no opposite. He thinks he made a hell opposing heaven and believes that he abides in what does not exist, while heaven is the place that he cannot find. Leave foolish thoughts like these behind today and turn your mind to true ideas instead. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth, and it is truth that we seek to reach today. We will devote ten minutes to this goal three times today, and we will ask to see the rising of the real world to replace the foolish images that we hold dear, with true ideas arising in the place of thoughts that have no meaning, no effect, and neither source nor substance in the truth. This we acknowledge as part of, as we start upon our practice periods. Begin with this. I ask to see a different world and think a different kind of thought from those I made. The world I seek, I did not make alone. The thoughts I want to think are not my own. For several minutes, watch your mind and see, although your eyes are closed, the senseless world that you think is real. Review the thoughts as well which are compatible with such a world and which you think are true. Then let them go and sink below them to the holy place where they cannot enter. There is a door beneath them in your mind which you could not completely lock to hide what lies beyond. Seek for that door and find it. But before you try to open it, remind yourself that no one can fail to no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. And it is this request that you make today. Nothing but this has any meaning now. No other goal is valued now, nor sought. Nothing before this door. Nothing before this door that you really want. And only what lies past it do you seek. Put out your hand and see how easily the door swings open with your one intent to go beyond it. Angels light the way so that all darkness vanishes and you are standing in a light so bright and clear that you can understand all things that you see. A tiny moment of surprise, perhaps, will make you pause before you realize that the world you, you see before you in the light reflects the truth that you knew and did not quite forget in wandering away in dreams. You cannot fail today. There walks with you the spirit that heaven sent you, that you might approach this door someday and through his aid slip effortlessly, effortlessly past it to the light. Today, that day has come. Today, God keeps his ancient promise to his holy son, as does his son 
remember his to him. This day of gladness. This is a day of gladness, for we come to the appointed time and place where you will find the goal of all your searching here and all the seeking of the world, which end together as you pass beyond the door. Remember often that today should be a time of special gladness and refrain from dismal thoughts and meaningless laments. Salvation's time has come. Today is set by heaven itself to be a time of grace for you and for the world. If you forget this happy fact, remind yourself with this. Today, I seek and find all that I want. My single purpose offers it to me. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. So beginning our practice period today with this thought. I ask to see a different world and think a different kind of thought from those I made. The world I seek, I did not make alone. The thoughts I want to think are not my own. We, that's because we share God's mind. We think God's thoughts. The thoughts I want to think are there, underneath all of our conscious thinking and striving and pondering and losing and fear and all of these things. All of the things that we think on a daily basis are real thoughts are in God's mind, they're in our mind, but we have to go deeper and find them deep within our own mind, beyond that door. And remembering often today, today I seek and find all that I want. My single purpose offers it to me. This is my purpose in this life, is to find these thoughts that we share with God and our minds are one with God. And no one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. No one can fail who seeks to reach the truth. Today, I wish you a day of quiet success. Many blessings. Namaste.